0: That's investher, H-E-R, con.com, promo code 100 best ever to get $100 off your ticket. If
1: you've got properties and you're busy every single day, if you can't handle having 40, 50, 60 properties and each individual that lives in them, lessen your workload because they're not less important than the money you make off of them.
0: Before we get into today's episode, I wanna to mention today's best ever partner and give you a free gift. And that partner is Fund That Flip. And they're going to be giving you a free deal analysis spreadsheet. You know who Fund That Flip is, don't you? Because you're a loyal best ever listener. They've been a sponsor on the show. Matt Rodak, the founder of Fund That Flip, has been on the podcast multiple times, giving us his insight on the online lending process. Fund That Flip provides fast, reliable funding for your house flip projects. They're an online platform, makes the application process entirely easy, and they've got a whole bunch of experts on their team who can help you get funding in 24 hours and close within as few as seven days. And all of you Best Ever listeners, you're getting a free spreadsheet to help you analyze your projects. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash bestever. That's fundthatflip.com forward slash bestever, and you'll get a free deal analysis tool. It'll help you provide a scope of work for your projects, create the scope of work, analyze the profitability of the project, or if it's not profitable, you need to know that too, and make a determination on the max purchase price. Super important. You can print out all the detailed reports and that will help you get your deals funded faster. Go to fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Get that free analysis tool, fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. We don't get into any fluff. We only talk about the best advice that moves your real estate investing business forward. And with us today, we got a friend from north of the border. How you doing? Ben Loates. I'm loving it. Well, great. I am looking forward to digging in then and kind of capitalizing on this vibe that you got going on. Ben is a real estate agent and he is based in Alberta, Canada. He works with investors and he's also a professional skateboarder. So he's certainly got a skill set that I don't typically talk about on this show, which is pretty cool. So, with that being said, Ben, you want to give the best of listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now?
1: Is that real estate wise or just in general? Real estate wise. Right. So, I've been in real estate. This will be my third year up here in Alberta. We've got a, a pretty unique market up here. You've got all the oil, which creates a lot of awesome economic opportunities, but we're in a unique time right now.
0: So you have a unique economic opportunity. Things are weird. Up here right now,
1: we've got a whole other government in place and I'm definitely not going to get political, but we've got a hurting economy in Alberta right now. Over the last three or four years, this is the place where investors are coming in. This is the place where people are doing a lot of property investment and making money, but it's a little different here right now. It's a little low.
0: So let's talk about it being a little low and a little bit different. What specifically are you referring to? Can you get into some more details?
1: The rental market, I remember honestly, even just a year ago, you put a 1,100 square foot bungalow on the market and no joke on Kijiji. I don't know. You guys have Kijiji in the States, eh?
0: Nuh-uh. Kijiji? Yeah. Kijiji. It's like- I don't even know how to spell that. K I J I J
1: I dot com. But it's basically like put your crap up on the internet and see if people want
0: it. Huh. Okay. Well, we do have it in the States because whenever I search for it in Google, like other cities pop up that are in the United States. I just never heard of it. All right. Cool. We have, we use Craigslist. There you go. Okay.
1: And so you could put a house up on Kijiji for a, a bungalow, 1,100 square feet, and you'd have like 20 people within the day ready to rent it out. And that was honestly, Joe, that was like a year to a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. It's completely shifted in that rental market. So you've got vacancies everywhere. You've got investors that I talk with that are having to lower their rental rates like quite a bit just to keep their current clients. And you know, when you talk with these guys that have got home after home after home and unit for sale, that's significant. And that's not just happening with one. And this is happening throughout the whole province because we're one of the number one oil producers in the world, but you've got a government in place that's not hyped on oil producing. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's a bit of a different landscape here that way.
0: What are you doing for your business to ride this out? Because I imagine it's affecting your bottom line.
1: Yeah, it definitely makes a big difference. You know, for me at the end of the day, Joe, The thing that I'm always the most concerned, but concern's not the right word. The thing I focus on the most is whenever business comes in, because sometimes stuff is busy and you're really hyped and you're doing your best with it. But when things mellow out like this, I always like to dial it back to like, what are the raw fundamentals as an agent that got me going in the first place? What are the things I did to begin with that got me clients, that got me referrals? And so for me personally, Whenever business slows down, I want to take each client that I have and honestly just treat them like gold and do the absolute best I can per client and make each person feel like honestly they're number one. And for me, I feel like that just keeps it flowing because referrals still win. At the end of the day, even in a sucky economy, people still want quality human beings. And you see that it gets weeded out when stuff slows down. So for me, it's like just doing the absolute best that I can with whatever comes my way during these times.
0: And with the absolute best, what are some ways that mentality manifests itself?
1: Great question. Have you done this before? (laughs) (laughs) How does that manifest itself? You don't cut corners. Making money is so important. Dude, I've got four kids under the age of seven. I've got my mortgage. I've got life the way it's got to go. There's pressure. For me, it manifests in not putting money before human beings. And there's a way that that can work. And I know, for me, like that's one of the biggest cut corners is, man, you know, we got to make some more money. We got whatever. And you actually place that above the person you're working with. And for me, sometimes, Joe, to a fault, I'll put the human being first. And you learn over time that you still have to be incredibly business minded. But that's one way is not putting my own interests ahead of my clients and being willing to work with how they need me to work with them so that's one how does it manifest man that's such a good question the other way is just being smart for me i do a ton of social media and just being consistent on that doing my live videos and at the same time still doing the groundwork of just calling people and networking i'm part of this business group out here and we do a lot of networking And I don't know, just not
0: sucking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you mentioned putting humans before money, so not cutting corners. Can you think of a story where you chose the human before the money?
1: Oh, man, literally every single deal. But I'll give you a painful lesson that I learned. It was actually last year this time. wasn't with an investor it was with a client but things actually began slowing down about a year ago and so in December I had a deal with a client and they were buying a bungalow for like 400 grand and are just over 400 and my client was a little tight but he had gotten some money and this house was perfect for him and we got down to about I think it was three grand of a difference and the roof needed to be done and that was the roof sucked and I worked out with the other realtor. I said, well, how about this? Because nobody was going to move. I'll give up 1500 of my commission. You give up 1500 Now, you and I both know that's not altruistic. That's just a realtor doing what yep. he needs to, to make his commission. Yep. Now, here's what happened, though. So, you learn these mistakes in a weird way. So, between me and the other agent, what I believed was happening was I was giving up 1500 She was giving up 1500 for my buyer. You read all the texts. You read all the emails and our conversations. <laughs> I thought that's what was happening. And dude, I thought that honestly for like three weeks until condition removal. I'm not joking. I'm at my daughter's gymnastics and I get a call from my client the day before possession. And he goes, hey, Ben, so I'm just with my lawyer. And you know that moment in your life, Joe, where you don't know why, but there's a huge pit in your stomach before someone even talks? Because you just know, yep. you know something's something, coming. something's coming. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, man. You know, Ben, I'm just with my lawyer. And there's three grand that's missing. Oh. And so immediately he says that. And, like, dude, I'm upstairs, like, with all these parents and kids. And two of my kids are, like, playing with toys. And this pit in my stomach, like, you idiot. And I don't even know why. But I'm like, you idiot. And so I'm like, of course. Okay, you got it, man. I'll look into it ASAP. I get off the phone and something in me is like remembering this brief moment four weeks earlier where the realtor sent me, I don't know what your forms are like down there, but ours is an exclusive seller representation agreement amendment. Now, that's between them and their client. And I remember reading that title going, hmm, that sounds like it's for the seller." And it said, this realtor will give up this, this realtor will give up this. Mm -hmm. And even in that moment, I remember being like, I should just double check this. But talk about cutting corners. I initialed it. And so here we are four weeks later. That piece of paper that I initialed in like a four second blip of my life was (laughs) $3,000 that actually went to the seller instead of my buyer. And that other agent wasn't being crooked when you go through the texts, it really, it could have gone either way, but that's what she was under the impression. So here I am a day before possession. It's December. Joe, I have four kids, man. I know I'm selling real estate, but I got a dude. It's December. (laughs) I don't know how else I can say that. I'm still a normal human being that has to support my family. And I said to this guy, I was in the van with my wife. And my kids, and I kind of felt like a loser because like Christmas is in 20 days and we're about to get paid. And I looked at her and I'm like, Jenna, I totally blew it. Now, here's the thing, Joe. I know of agents that have done this. I could have weaseled my way out of that. Honestly, I could have said to the buyer, you know, while well, this happened and sorry, man. And the other agent did it. Like there's so many ways you could have spinned it that it was circumstance. Mm-hmm. But for me, in the core of who I am, and this is how I function always, I know I was wrong. Even though it was a four-second blip of my life, I should have stopped and just looked at it a little bit more. I should have listened to that gut check and just stopped for a second. So I'm in the van with my wife, and I'm like, Jenna, I got to pay him. And for, like, about 20 seconds, I wrestled. Like, come on, dude. Christmas, three grand of my own hard-earned money
0: how much were you supposed to make on the deal
1: i was supposed to make as a commission about i think 8200 or maybe 85 and i already dropped 1500 as part of that initial deal plus the other 3000 so you got to make it come together like you got to get your money and so i called him up in the moment and i said hey here i need to explain to you what happened you don't have that money cuz i signed this document so what i want you to know is I'm going to give you three grand. And then I got off the phone and I'm like, I looked at my wife. I'm like, I'm sorry. Because at the end of the day, Joe, that's my fault. Like that is on me. That is 3000 real dollars out of our bank account. And so it was the next week I showed up. I gave him the money, and there's something amazing about doing what's right. I've even got an anecdote to this story, if you want to hear it. Do you want to hear it?
0: I do want to hear
1: are it. We, are we on a podcast or what?
0: <laughs> I do want to hear Would it. Would you
1: like to hear an anecdotal story, Joe? Asked and answered already. <laughs> so, gave him his money. Turned out, he absolutely was in a crunch and needed that, beyond even the fact that it all happened. And after that, it was like six days later, I went to a realtor appreciation event for a new home builder because I had done a couple sales with them. They didn't really like me that much because I squeezed them hard (laughs) on one of the sales. Like When I walked up, they were like, there's that guy that like totally annoyed us. Anyways, I won their grand prize that evening. This is like six days later of a $7,500. It was going to be a travel voucher. And in the end, they just emailed me and said, hey, we're just going to give you cash. <laughs> so talk about a life story. I was just actually yeah. watching a Tony Robbins little video last night about giving. Yep. And when you give it all changes. Think about that. That wasn't easy for me and it's not because I'm greedy to be completely honest. It was December and Joe, I'm not a huge number 1 real estate agent in the world. There are dudes I've seen like even who you've interviewed. I'm like, "Why is this guy interviewing me?" But the reality is this, when you operate in those principles you can only increase from that. And that was just the most amazing three grand of our money that honestly, dude, we needed for December. And then that is something that comes literally my name being drawn from a room of 100 realtors. And I like freaked out.
0: Was your name randomly drawn or did you receive an award? Oh, no,
1: it was randomly drawn. They oh, had wow. all of our names and literally a golden rolling oh, name my drawing God. thing. And so when they said it, I'm, I'm not a normal social person. I was like, what? The whole restaurant came to a standstill. And I couldn't believe it. But you know, this is how I've done my life up to now. I've been in sales for the last 10 years of my life. I built a wholesale repping business for seven years of my life when I first got married from scratch. No one knew my email. And I became, for the third largest agency in Canada, the number one sales rep. And then real estate was a door that opened. But one thing that I never changed was what I did that day and when I was younger and we had like no money and I'm building a business from scratch it wasn't three thousand bucks but I remember moments when it was three hundred bucks and I needed to be true to knowing when I mess something up and mm-hmm. give it and being generous that way and it's cool to see years later it increased exponentially or it increased from three hundred to three thousand and I was still able to pass that character test of will you do what's right simply because it's right, even if it puts you out. And so that's definitely, to me, how it manifests in a time now when things are tight. There's a reason why people do well always, whether the economy is good or not good. And it's because they operate fundamentally in these principles that are unshakable.
0: What a wonderful story. One of my favorite stories, actually. So thank you. Very grateful for you sharing that. One very Tactical question because when you mentioned it, I was curious. You said that you're out the 3K, but why were you out the 1500? Because it sounds like there was a miscommunication between you and the agent on the 3K. So, why was there an additional 1500?
1: The burn is even harder. We both gave up 1500 each, and that because we needed to make up that $3,000 difference. Yep. And so I believed that that was going to make it up for my client. Well, actually they came down 3000 and then the 3000 that me and that realtor gave up basically went into their pockets. Hmm. And then from there that left my client at a $3,000 deficit. So I literally lost half the money that I was supposed to make on that deal. And sometimes in my life, Joe, I unfortunately, because who I am is I'll show up and try before I know that I'm going to be 100% right. That's just who I am. I show up and I go. And sometimes the lessons I learn are $4,500 lessons. And if you want to do another podcast, it'll just be my wife crying on the other
0: <laughs> side.
1: You know, and this is Jenna Lotz. Jenna, please stop weeping. <laughs> we do believe your husband's progressing in
0: life. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I'm very much enjoying this conversation. I believe I know based on the moral of the story, but I'm gonna ask you, Nate. What's your best advice ever for real estate investors?
1: Oh my gosh, I, this is it. Honestly, can I say this?
0: Sure. Whatever I don't
1: care how much money you have and how much properties you're gonna buy. Don't be a d- Treat people like every single one of them is just as important as you are. They deserve your time. They deserve you to work on their stuff. If you've got condominiums, if you've got properties and you're busy every single day, if you can't handle having 40, 50, 60 properties and each individual that lives in them, lessen your workload because they're not less important than the money you make off of them. That is my advice.
0: Golden rule. Yeah. All right. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Heck yes! Yeah! All right, let's do it. First, a quick word for our best ever partners. Remember to get your free deal analysis tool for your flips at fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's F U N D T H A T F L I P.com forward slash best ever. It will detail your scope of work, help you analyze if the project's profitable, and make a determination on the max purchase price. fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Is a hard money loan right for you? Paces Funding is a private hard money lender with the fastest closings in the industry. Now lending in Florida, discover the Paces Funding difference today at PacesFunding.com. That's P-A-C-E-S-F-U-N-D-I-N-G.com. What's the best ever book you've read? The Bible. Best ever personal growth experience. What'd you learn from it? Was it the story you just told?
1: Being married. And I learned that I
0: suck. (laughs) What's the best ever way you like to give back? Mm, um, by song. By song. You sing? I teach music, bro. Oh, so you sing and do the skateboard. There's a
1: number of different hats.
0: Okay. In your videos that you do for real estate, do you sing and ride the skateboard?
1: I don't want to sell myself out just yet. I'm waiting to see how low the economy really will go. <laughs>
0: That's a YouTube hit. Hasn't happened yet. Hasn't (laughs) happened
1: yet. But when you see me riding a skateboard and singing while selling homes, just pray for me. That's all I can.
0: (laughs) I'll wait to look for that on MSN.com as a lead story. What's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you?
1: Go on Instagram and it's at Benjamin Robert Loats.
0: Okay. That's a mouthful.
1: Yeah, yeah, it sure is. (laughs) Or just type in Ben Lotz. It'll still come up.
0: Well, Ben, thank you for being on the show. Your story about the commission lesson and, as you said, passing the character test, it's a valuable lesson for everybody regardless of our circumstance because, as you said, if you can pass the $300 test then you'll pass the $3,000 test and you'll pass the $30,000 thereon, hopefully we don't have to keep passing those tests. Otherwise, it will be tough to recover, But ultimately, it is about looking ourselves in the mirror and being proud of who we are. And it's really not about the other people. It's about being true to who you are and then being able to be confident in who you are as a person and being proud of that. And then as a result of you having that mentality, it then is brought into other people's lives because you have that mentality.
1: I agree. You know what, Joe? I think you're on to something.
0: Well, I'm just listening to what you're saying, my friend. (laughs) Thanks again for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. Thanks. Is a hard money loan right for you? Paces Funding is a private hard money lender with the fastest closings in the industry. Now lending in Florida, discover the Paces Funding difference today at PacesFunding.com. That's P-A-C-E-S-F-U-N-D-I-N-G.com.